This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Diva Lounge. I'm Julie Hostler with Maribel Hernandez. And today we have a really special guest. He just came in from Reedley, California. He's the owner and the operator of a very famous farm. His name is Mr. James Fitzgerald Kelly, but we like to call him Fitz. That's what he's known for. Everybody that calls Correct. him Fitz. Yes. Welcome. Well, yeah. Thank you. How are Thank you? Thank you so much. Yeah, welcome. Thank- How long did it take you to come down here? Oh, seven hours, something oh, like that. Frightful. Right. Yeah. Yeah, frightful. <laughs> well, it's great to have you here. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So how long have you been in the agriculture business? I've been in it uh, since 1972. Ooh, 72. Yeah. That's a, quite a while, huh? Well, how did you get started? I was, um, I'd been in teacher corps and I'd been in uh, running a school for the hardcore unemployed. And then I decided, you know, I want to do something else and I wanted to learn trades. So I thought I would look for a house in the country to fix up, you know, learn plumbing, electrical, uh, all those kind of integrated parts of a construction. Hmm. And they sent me out to this farm and it was one of those uh, Valley December days when it was cold yeah. and f- real foggy and miserable, and I walked on the property, mm-hmm. and I felt comfortable. Mm. The house was a shanty. The people who owned it were wonderful. That's how it all started. Oh, and you bought it. I ended up buying it. Yes, we had a, a 30-day escrow, which huh. is unheard of, yeah. but we just moved right ahead. They felt very comfortable with me. I really appreciated them, and they were friends for until they died. Wow. And you still live in that property? And I still live on that wow. property. Wow. Is that where the farming? That's where the farm um, is. Critics. So I bought the bought uh-huh. the farm, which included the house and a tractor, mm. but I had to pay extra for a ladder, if you can imagine <laughs> that. It was su- he was such a simple thinker, and it was, sort, and it was just a, that kind of friendship that propelled our relationship uh, for all these years. Yeah. How, how big is your farm? It's 35 acres, which is considered um, really quite minuscule because I'm surrounded by farmers who have – the guy across the street is blueberries, which is very intense. And he's up in the five and six and 700 acre, which oh. is enormous uh, for blueberries. Sure. That's for blueberries. And then another farmer next to me who I uh, appreciate a lot, he's around 1,800 acres. And then I have another neighbor who's in charge of – Around sixteen to eighteen thousand acres. Wow! That's, you talk about square miles of farm at that point. Eighteen thousand acres. That would be thirty square miles. Oh, thirty! Wow! Wow! That's, that's five huge. miles by six miles. That's as that's his farm of farming. Oh, wow. Of farming. Yes. Now, did you get started? You know, farming um, was was stone fruit the first thing you. Yeah, what, did you what, plant what, first? what did you plant first? Well, actually, the farm up by the house, there were some raisin grapes that were really quite old. So I became a raisin farmer. Mm-hmm. And I also had uh, varieties of tree fruit on the farm. And I had to learn how to do all of that because 
they did it in a he did it in a very simple way, but it was labor intensive. So I figured out how to straighten things out, make it a little bit easier to farm, mm-hmm. and um, change varieties of fruit so that we started harvest at the end of May, mm-hmm. and we finished about the end of July. And then there was a week off around Fourth of July where we went rafting, mm-hmm. and then. Um, but it was an, an pretty simple because it was very small production, and we packed fruit out in the field. It was miserable, but we didn't know any better. Yeah, you know, we, that heat can get to you, can it? <laughs> that valley heat. It's, yeah, especially <laughs> you tell me. You're, you're talking July. I'm thinking, oh, 110 maybe. Oh, it could be. Yeah, this could be there. But you knew this is what you wanted to do as a living farming. I suspected it when I walked on the farm. Okay. Okay. Because I felt comfortable. Mm. I didn't know what was involved, but that's where it started. Wow. Must have been in your blood or something. I think it was because I've. You took right to it. It has been a phenomenally interesting career. And and you've been so successful with all your stone fruit. How many varieties of stone fruit do you have now? Well, I have a lot of varieties, but let's say that I do around 100. Oh. I have a lot more, but that might be a branch, sure, and that might be you know three trees, something like that. But I have around a hundred because my goal is to be able to offer to buyers eight different kinds of fruit every single week. Mm. So that would be a yellow peach, a white peach, and then a subacid yellow. Mm-hmm. The same with nectarines, white, yellow, and a one that tastes like a mango. And yeah. then I do have apricots. Apriums, not too many of them. They're at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. and then plums and pluots. Huh. So it's, uh, and then there is a, a combination white nectarine plum cross, which is kind of interesting in appearance. It's ma- kind of magenta with uh, gold stripes on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've seen that one, the Mr. McNulty. Yeah, that's yeah. a nice one. And it tastes, it, it eats like a white nectarine. Though. Oh, yes, yes it does. Mr. Mc, is that the name Mr. of the Mr. McNulty? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where do you come up with all these names? Well, sometimes beer is involved. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Is that where the creativity comes from to come up with the name? Yeah, and, so, and sometimes it's lonely hours on the tractor too. Like, oh yeah. man, oh, I've got only two more hours to go. Okay, well, we'll we'll start so, engaging. So you're out there on the tractor doing doing it all. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's really hands on, aren't you? Well, that's how you have to be if you're a small farmer. Yeah. Some of these big guys, all they do is drive. They never get out of a pickup. They just point and. Make a phone call. Take mm-hmm. care of this. Point and phone call. Yep, that's how they How many people me. work at the farm? Right now I have two working for me. Oh, wow. And during the height of harvest, we're up to maybe five. So the guys will pick the fruit starting at six in the morning. Uh-huh. Ah, they when hand it's cool. pick it. Oh, everything is hand with this with the fruit that you yeah. eat. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's no way it can be mechanically harvested. They're working on other varieties of produce, which can be mechanically harvested, like apples. But tree but fruit yours. is soft, not mine. No. no. And mm. then, uh, so they start at six. They finish picking around ten thirty or eleven, maybe noon, and then they come in the shed, have their lunch, and then they start packing the fruit. And we put them in the boxes that we deliver to you. I love so, it. So when the guys are finished, they have the pro- produce in the box that you present to your buyers. And this is six days a week. You take Sunday off. We get. Uh, we usually try to get five and a half. They want a fifty-hour week. Uh, they want nine day, nine hours a day, five days a week, and five days on Saturday. That's what they want. So I try to. We we try to work it around sure. that. Yeah, yeah. accommodate is for right word. Yeah. 
Now, mm. where obviously you're at the far, are you at the farmers market? In or how, how can people? How can if people are interested in your product? How can they buy it? You know, aside you know us being a wholesale right distributor. You are a major customer of mine. I have uh, customers up in north of San Francisco, mm. which, and they happen to be grocery stores. Mm. So I have wholesale industry back or down here in San Diego, and then I have public industry more up north. Mm. Okay, and so there are five grocery stores that carry my fruit up there. And so we delivered them to to them. We've, up until this last year, we delivered them to them twice a day. Mm-hmm. Tw- excuse me, twice a week. I was going to say, yeah, wow, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a it's a five hundred and thirty mile round trip wow. to deliver the fruit to those stores. And it's a long ways. Who's who's driving all this fruit around? Don't say you. I have done it. I do it at the beginning of the season to show the driver where we go. Sure. Mm-hmm. To introduce myself to the new employees at each of the grocery stores, mm-hmm. and then. I turn it over to the driver, and pretty much they do a really good job. Brandon kind of, mm. well, he was a memorable employee. <laughs> I'm sure there's been, how many years have you been doing this? Well, I've been doing the farmer's market since 1990. So you've been out there. You've been around. Time. Yeah. Brandon decided he was going to not pay attention. Oh, no. <laughs> and then, uh, Yeah. Where'd he go? So it's so it was a one ton truck, and I guess he had two hundred and fifty boxes still in there, two hundred boxes in there, mm-hmm. and he decided to cause an accident. And oh no! Wiped out four cars and closed down Highway one hundred and one <gasps> for like four hours. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Everybody was mad at Fitz. <laughs> oh no! You, your phone must have been ringing off the hook. Kind of. Ah, sorry to but hear it, that. Well, it was it was. If you're going to go out, go out in glory. Yeah, and he did. <laughs> Wow! Yeah. Wow! Now your clientele—you uh, work uh, chefs that people may know that buy your product. Oh, how, yeah. how, how how far do you ship your product, or just in California? Um, I used to start out in California because I tried to go into New York City and New Jersey, oh, and some did. of those people had no intention of ever paying me. Mm-hmm. I tried Seattle and Portland, and it was not a success. So mm-hmm. I decided we'll we'll concentrate on California mm-hmm. because if there's a problem, they know I can be there. I'll be there in four hours. Yeah. Okay. I have not had a problem in California, well, and I have not had a problem uh, nationwide either. So that is that is expanding a little bit. It is. Yeah. Oh wow. So okay. Besides Brandon. <laughs> We could go down a oh, long no. list. <laughs> I know there's a lot of pros and cons in the agriculture business. Yes. You know, the water has been all over the news for years. Right. How do, you, how do you deal with that issue? Well, my farm is located a couple of miles from the Kings River. Oh, perfect. And the Kings River comes out of Kings Canyon National Park. Sure. So it drains part of Sequoia National Park and Kings Canyon National Park. And it's a couple of miles from me. We're on the down slope of that. So we'll always have good water. Wow, you got lucky with that location. Exactly. And just a couple of miles west of me, away from the river, the water table starts going down very, very uh, rapidly, very steeply. Mm, so yeah. we have very good water. Thank God. So, so you don't run into those problems. What What are the, What problems do you run into? Any uh, Anything major, being a grower, owner, operator? I, I think the biggest change which is happening is that the uh, government is getting a lot more uh, intrusive and a lot more demanding. That is, and it doesn't seem to be warranted. Mm. But that's the nature of government at this point, right? Oh, mm. You got to deal with that now. But, oh yeah, go ahead, Julie. Oh, I was just going to ask you. So, but there's a lot of pros, and one of them is you've got some just 
spot on great fruit. What, what's your favorite one? What's the best selling peach or nectarine? Well, actually, I have. Um, they have. They've, they keep coming up with new varieties of fruit, and I say, well, why are you giving this one when the old one was really good? Mm-hmm. So I've gone back to planting varieties which are not new. I have some yellow nectarines now, which were developed in the 1940s. Well, like an heirloom, huh? Exactly. And you have <laughs> yeah. some on your shelf right oh, now. Oh, boy, I'm going to go right okay. to it. Is that the ones that we were looking at that exactly. you said that looked really? The yellow ones. The yellow ones. Yeah, and they have a little bit of a gnarl on it. And uh-huh. All these things that are cosmetically not, uh, that are not attractive in today's understanding. But the flavor is unbelievable. This is a guy who, did, who took on the... Um, nectarine industry in the 1940s name was fred anderson Mm. and he developed varieties that are loaded with flavor and a lot of the stuff that's available now is loaded with beauty Mm. they don't they just don't taste very good they just look good on the outside they cosmetically they are gorgeous they're photogenic as all get out. But the sugar's not there. The sugar's not there, and the flavor isn't there, and the acid isn't there. Ah. So that's what distinguishes you, your product, would you say? The flavor. Uh, the flavor. The, the flavor is what I'm after, okay. yes. And once I have developed a name in an area, then they trust that name, and they don't go by this old stereotypical, well, if it's, it's, it's not red, so it can't be ripe. Right. So that is the best thing, is to, to be consistent and do really good stuff. Your name that Fitzgerald. As soon as you come in, my customers know I I need, I, I gotta have it. Isn't that nice? Yeah, especially Michelle Coulon over there in La Jolla. Every time she's yeah. a big fan of yours. That's yeah. very good to hear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of a lot of San Diego chefs definitely know the Fitzgerald name. Oh, great! Yeah, now, I hope they're happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We during the during the summer time, you know, when it's stone fruit, we know we need to call. Okay. You know, Fitzgerald. <laughs> and everybody listening, if you want to go visit him, he's right outside of Bakersfield, right? right? A, a long hike from Bakersfield. An hour and a half north of Bakersfield. Now, Turn right. <laughs> Fitz, is this something that you see yourself doing for the rest of your life, farming? Well, I'm, I'm looking seriously about uh, closing down the shop. No, he's kidding. <laughs> um, no, I've been at it a very long time, mm. and I'm, I'm getting a little bit tired. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of the last people of my vintage who is working mm-hmm. in my group of friends. And mm-hmm. there aren't many farmers who were old like I am who are still farming. So what are they, young? And I mean, they're actually people, they're, they're you know, they're accountants, they're BMA, um, business major, B, what are they called? Business major. Business administrators? B, yes. Or? Yeah. And they, it's being, the food industry is being taken over by um, by Harvard and business mm. schools are looking at the um, the monetary aspects of it to the exclusion of flavor or, mm. you know, the fun of the job. Ah, so oh. you've been considering retiring. I have, yes. So would you sell the farm and then I would move I, to San Diego? Or <laughs> <laughs> What I'd love to do is to find another person who would be interested in buying the farm and continuing the, the right. experience. Um, yeah, I'm sure that wouldn't be too hard. I mean, no family for you that might. No one is interested. Nope. Really? No. Yep. Huh? Because so, of the hard work. Um, they've oh, there. That is uh, so typical of uh, small farming is that we put in so many hours that the children 
don't want to have anything to do with it. They'd rather have a nine to five. Have a life. Have a life, yeah, which is not on call any, you know, 24 hours a day. Yeah. So that's the, that's the reality. That's why the small farmers are. Uh, we, the Reedley area was full of small farmers, and now they're, they're rare. They've been slowly, just one by one, just one generation is not uh, not repeating uh, the. Uh, My word, I would have never thought that. So what yeah. what would it take for somebody now to go in there and say, "Hmm, hmm. I could take on this task." What What would you be looking uh, for? I can, and if somebody was to call you and say, "Hey, I'm interested, come well, to your farm." Yeah, any yeah. advice? I th- yeah, I think that the main thing that you have to be to be successful is you have to be curious. And that would include something, why does that work? Why does this happen? As soon as you understand the why, then it becomes, becomes a whole lot easier. And that involves life also. So if you understand how trees grow, that's probably the same as tomatoes. You understand that system. And that's the main thing that you have to come in with is that curiosity and willing to put in a lot of work, a lot of time. But it's, the rewards are unbelievable. Oh. It's just so satisfying to give someone a f- piece of fruit and have them say, wow. Yeah. That is, that's the reward. And they are saying, wow, the fruit. So the how much fruit. longer? Well, we'll see. We'll see how much longer. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, definitely. Well, boy, we're so lucky that you came on the show today because <laughs> who knows tomorrow? We don't. I know. We never, right. Um. So yeah, and and I I guess you know for for those that may be interested, you don't know. Yeah, give us a give them a <laughs> call. Speak with specialty produce. Yeah, <laughs> they'll connect us. <laughs> we'll go with you for the grand tour of the oh, place. We'll we'll give you a really we'll give you a bagpipe welcome. Yeah, he's going to take us around on the trailer and everything. Something like that. Maybe I, you know what I have is mm. a Geo Metro convertible. Oh, I got to go. That goes fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for the invite. <laughs> well, what a pleasure having you oh, yeah. here with us, and it it really does make our day. Yeah, and at the same time, saddened at the fact that you yeah. know you would at one point you know leave leave your farming career that has just been amazing and you've been providing us with such great fruit over the years and my relationship with specialty produce is unequaled (laughs) it really is it is and coming in here today i the hallway was kind of you know quiet Mm -hmm. and then walked into the main showroom and the energy level just was pouring out of that with all the employees and your customers. Yeah. It was just magic and you sense it right away. Aww, well, it's your it's product like yours. That's yeah. why we keep having people come back to our, yeah. our locate to our store. Yeah. Um so we want to thank you yeah, for, for coming in. For coming in all the great you, fruit. Yeah, before you go back home. Yes, all right. And uh anything else that you want to add on? Well, I, other than reiterating that uh you know, especially produce has been a really, really fine um, uh, outfit to work with. Bob is excellent. Uh, Nathan, everyone here. Oh, has Nathan, been just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe he'll buy the farm. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone has been, it's just been a thrill to come down here. This is like my fourth or fifth visit, and it's just still very, very comfortable here. Yeah, after you get off that freeway, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're welcome anytime. Oh. Uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in on this pop-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, uh, do you want to, do you, well, no, no social, social media. media. 
So you um, but you please come into Specialty Produce if you haven't had a chance to try the stone Fitz fruit, Gerald yeah. stone fruit. Let me tell you, you are missing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of the best out there, and they're in season now. And so come in and try and taste and and enjoy this fruit. You know, let's hope it lasts forever. No. <laughs> Thanks. Julie, do Thank you, wanna, everybody. Do you want to no. share your Instagram account? Oh, uh, yeah. Julie underscore Hostler. My Instagram account is SP underscore Maribel. And follow us on our Instagram account, SP underscore Diva Lounge, on our podcast, Diva Lounge. And also follow the Specialty Produce Network on Instagram. And we will be... We'll be back. We'll be back. All right. Have a great day. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, Thank that you. was Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste, and culinary application on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app today 